You're listening to TMI with Christine, a show where we give you way too much information about meal planning and time management. Hey there, this is Christine Pittman, and you're listening to Time Management Insider, a show where we share way too much information about meal planning and time management for inside the home. I have a really exciting show for you today. It's part of our back to school series. We've been doing a whole bunch of episodes all about back to school stuff to help you get streamlined and ready for this new crazy school year. And so I'm going to be coming back in a minute and telling you one of my favorite tips for making quick dinners, and it involves store-bought bagged salads. And then I'm going to be talking with Chris Freitag from Get Healthy You TV about how we can fit fitness into our lives in small little bits now that we're back to that back-to-school rigmarole with all the extracurriculars and all the busy stuff and all the driving. How do we stay fit and healthy and mentally sound through this whole thing? So I will be right back and we'll get started with all this great back to school talk. So if you've been listening for a while, you know that one of my favorite go-to dinners is these ridiculously easy shrimp tacos that I make. They involve three ingredients in that you only have three things to buy at the grocery store. And those three things are shrimp, tortillas, and a bag of salad. And the bag of salad that I choose is the Taylor Farms Southwest Chopped Salad. I'm not affiliated with them in any way. I just really like this salad in my shrimp tacos. It's like shredded cabbage and shredded carrots. And then there's a little packet that has these crispy taco tortilla bits and pumpkin seeds. And then there's like a creamy avocado cilantro dressing. And so you mix that up and you cook up your shrimp, and then you get your tortillas, you put your shrimp in the tortillas, and then you put this delicious, creamy, tangy salad that's got a little crunch to it in there, and you're good to go. You can totally add a little sprinkle of cheese, queso fresco, you can add some green onions, you can add avocado or tomato, but really, you don't have to. Like, just those three ingredients make a delicious and healthy dinner. So that is one of my go-tos, and that got me thinking about ways to use bagged salad to make other things. I mean, I grab a bag of salad and a rotisserie chicken for dinner sometimes, and then I have rotisserie chicken and salad. But what else can we do with those salads? Can we make them into other things to make our lives easier? And, you know, they're great because there's like lots of ingredients in there. They're healthy. It's all vegetable. You know what I mean? So in the meal plan at the end of the show, I've actually come up with a five-day meal plan that uses the bagged salads in a variety of ways. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about the ideas. So definitely like the shrimp tacos and then that same like cabbage kind of mixture, not the Southwest one though. Like, you know, you can get a bag of, I think it's called like coleslaw mix. It's shredded cabbage and carrots. You would use it to make coleslaw. 
I love making like a Chinese chicken salad out of that. So you get that slaw. You can get the ginger salad dressing that you would get like at a Japanese restaurant. I love that on there. And then like some of those crunchy noodles and some chicken and you've got this new kind of salad. So good. Another thing is in wraps, you can get like the big flour tortillas and put like a mixture of Caesar salad and chicken in there. Wonderful. You could do the like spinach bacon kind of salad with chicken. You can go in with some buffalo sauce and turn it into a buffalo chicken wrap. So definitely that kind of wrap kind of idea. And then one of my favorite things to do is a flatbread salad. There used to be, or maybe there still is, a restaurant in Florida called Crispers that does these. It's kind of like a flatbread pizza that they've cut into four pieces and then they pile this delicious salad in the middle and you kind of scoop up a piece of this flatbread pizza and it's got salad on it. So it's like crunchy and tangy and fresh on that like cheesy, rich, bready pizza underneath. So those are some of my ideas for using bagged salads in dinners in other ways than just like as a side salad. I hope you love these ideas. And if you have other salad ideas for me, please email me. I would love to hear them. Email me at cookthestory at gmail.com. You're listening to Christine talk about meal planning and time management, but do you know who she is? She's been helping households with her recipes and time management ideas for over a decade on CookTheStory.com and The Cookful. With over 2 million visitors per month on her websites and over 40 outstanding cookbooks, now she's talking to you directly on this podcast and accompanying newsletter. Go to CookTheStory.com slash newsletter and get her meal plans, recipes, and all her amazing ideas to help you and your family in the kitchen. Now back to the show. I am delighted to be talking with Chris Freitag today. Chris Freitag is with GetHealthyUTV.com. That's her website. It is a subscription service that has tons of workouts on there, and it's just wonderful. We have a coupon code for you in the show notes if you want to subscribe. It's $20 for the whole year, so you can get started with all of these amazing workouts. And Chris is just wonderful, full of energy, and she's got great ideas for how we can fit fitness into our busy lives. today. I'm great. How are you? I am doing great. And I'm so excited that you're on the show today because you are a fitness expert. And I feel like right now we're heading into this back to school phase 2021 back to school, which is different from any back to school we've had. And everybody's normal has shifted over the last year and a half. And we're about to shift back to the old normal, which will be the new normal. It's crazy. And I think people are feeling like the last year, maybe they've been a little more lethargic or a little down or or maybe different things. But now they kind of are thinking about getting back into routines. And it's a good time to think about fitness and habits and get going with that. So I thought it would be a great time to have you on and talk about fitness and routines and back to school. So thank you. Awesome. I'm so glad to be here. And yeah, the COVID-19 is a real thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are like, I gained the COVID-19. It was a rough year for so many people in so many ways. And yes, back to school is different this year. But, you know, I kind of laugh. I'm, I'm thankful to be on your podcast. I always laugh because I'm kind of like the fitness lady. Wah, wah. Like nobody wants to be told to exercise. I get it. A lot of people hate exercise. I also understand that after being in this business for 30 years. So I really love to spend the time to talk about like, how can we get movement? I even changed the word from exercise to movement Mm. into your life. So not only will it help with weight management, but it will help with hormonal balance. It will help with metabolism. It will help with mental mindset. It will help with overall long health. It will cut down your healthcare bill. (laughs) I mean, there are so many reasons to like talk about it. And I think if people break it down and really start to go, okay, this is my scenario. What can I do to fit? movement into my life, it's a little easier to, to take. I I really love that. And I love that you're changing the word from exercise to movement and tying it to our emotions and health and everything. Because I think like for me, when I go for a walk, I'm moving. I'm also getting a little break from inside the house. I'm getting a break from my family. I maybe listen to a podcast. I'm doing something I enjoy or I'm enjoying nature, which is great for my mental health. So it's not just about the exercise, the fitness, the weight loss. It's kind of this holistic everything that it can help. And so taking it away from this like negative word exercise that a lot of us dislike and making it something else really switches it. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, it does. It it takes, it's different. And, you know, if your only why is weight loss, like if people go, oh, I'm only exercising because I need to lose weight, it never lasts. I always tell people weight loss is going to be the byproduct of taking better care of yourself. So if you are moving, if you are eating healthier, if you are thinking more clearly and, you know, you're getting off meds and your life is getting better, you often just lose weight as a byproduct. So find that that deep why, like, what is it? Like, are you feeling all of a sudden like, oh, I have no energy or I'm not sleeping well at night or I'm so moody, you know, I can't handle it or my job is so stressful. I feel like I'm choking and I need to release some of that. Like find a a deeper why. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense? Oh, it totally does. It really, really does. Having a a motivating principle, especially, I mean, if, if your motivation is to lose weight, once you lose the weight, the motivation's gone and then you would put it back on. So having that tie in to like a bigger thing that you're doing for yourself makes so much sense to me. So for, you know, busy people, busy parents who are heading into this new busy lifestyle that we're all going to be jumping back into, what are some places where people can start to bring movement into their life in like easy not scary, oh my God, exercise kind of ways. Okay. So let's talk about that. And by the way, the pandemic, you know, who knew that you wouldn't be able to get toilet paper or dumbbells? (laughs) (laughs) The whole world started working out at home. Literally, you could not get dumbbells in 2020. It was like, people were like, what do I do? I'm like, use milk jugs. But working out at home has become a fairly normal thing now. Before people are like, oh, I've got to join a gym. I've just got to join a gym. And believe me, I love gyms. But at the end of the day, I think 2020 really proved to people like there's a lot of things I can do at home efficiently, time manage better. So I have more time with family and friends. I have more relaxation Mm -hmm. time. I have more fun time. And so 
that being said, exercising at home has become kind of a norm. Mm -hmm. Now, let me take that word exercise away, moving at home, because Mm -hmm. movement is really what I'm talking about. So people will come to me and be like, oh my gosh, Chris, what burns the most calories? Like, I just got to burn calories. I got to lose some weight. And I'll say, well, what do you like to do? And they're like, I don't care. Just tell me what burns calories. And then I repeat, what do you like to do? Because if I tell you that, you know, you need to do burpees all day and you're like, well, I hate burpees. You're never going to stick with it. Like we need to talk about you. Do you like to dance? Like one of my sisters loves to dance. I'm like, you need to do dance videos. Do you like to bike? Do you like to walk? Do you like doing workouts that involve weights? And I'm going to try to convince you that weightlifting is important, or I should say strength training as you get older. Do you like to swim? Like, what do you like to do for movement? Mm -hmm. Do you play tennis or team sports? Like you kind of have to come up with what floats your boat and pick something that you like. And then secondly, allow yourself to be a beginner. I think this is just a really big sticking point for those of us in our 30s, 40s, 50s, mm-hmm. 60s that say, you know, okay, I'm going to go, you know, hard. I'm going hard. I just got to lose weight. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to join this this crazy program. And then you end up injured or too sore or your joints are hurting or whatever and you're like, forget it, it's not for me. So it's like baby steps are so important because if you do too much, you will hate it. After 30 years, I know. I'm like, okay, let me set you up for success, right? Yeah. No, I love that you said that. I actually had a lot of success maybe like two years ago. I was using a like a running app of some kind. And the first like five runs, the person in my head, in my in my earbuds, was just continuously saying go as slow as you can. You're running, you're jogging, but you're jogging as slowly as you can. It almost feels like walking. And it's so that you feel good at the end of this. And it was sort of reinforced in a way that like I had permission to just to not push myself. And it felt really good. And I thought it was a really nice way to start. And I would never, if I was just doing it myself, just putting on my sneakers and heading out the door, there's no way that's how I would have started. And I really felt like it was a great place. So what are other like start as a beginner baby step things people can do? So, you know, seek out some help. So obviously my business is an online streaming service for workouts and we have workouts geared towards beginners. We have workouts geared towards somebody who is like crazy in shape. They want high intensity intervals and plyometrics and everything in between. We have the kitchen sink. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you like to dance, if you like to indoor walk, we've got indoor walking. If you like to, you know, do circuits and intervals, like there's a whole bunch of different things. So find some resource, whether it's an accountability partner, your friend, your neighbor, another mom, a coworker, or find a resource like my Get Healthy UTV or some other resource where it's like, you're going to tune in every day and these are your friends that are going to help you go. But whether you're an introvert or an extrovert, you still need that outside accountability. I think when someone just walks into their basement or a room and they got a set of dumbbells, I'm like, well, what do I do next? You know, And then mm-hmm. you're kind of not motivated. You don't really know what to do. And so having somebody tell you what to do, whether it's an app, whether it's a program, whether it's a friend, whether it's, you know, something like that is just such a big difference maker. And I'd say, and then the other thing I'd say that goes along with that is have a plan, you know, mm-hmm. say to yourself, okay, I'm, I'm going to start and I'm going to be kind to myself. I'm going to start with baby steps and yes, maybe 10 minutes a day is what you're going to start with and own it because guess what? 10 minutes is better than no minutes. I mean, Mm -hmm. that whole black and white thinking of like, I'm either going hard or screw it. I'm not doing anything is what gets people into trouble. And it's like, Hey, starting with 10 minutes will eventually, and I've seen it happen so many times, lead you to 20 minutes and 20 minutes will lead you to 30 minutes. 
And when you start to feel stronger, your confidence, that's one of the things, like I always say, confidence is not something that you just got. Confidence happens from doing something hard and you realize, oh, I can kind of do that. Mm-hmm. And then you you build on it. And that's how you build confidence. Yeah, no, that makes so much sense to me. Doing the little bit and successfully doing it and continuing to do it makes you feel good. And then you can take on more. You're encouraged to take on more. So for people who are hoping to start something up as they start these new back to school routines and everything, what are like, where can they find the time or like, where are their pockets or things that you've seen that are really successful for others? Strategies, ways to find time, that sort of thing. Okay. So again, getting back to time, it's almost like smart to have a little journal because you have to, again, know yourself. There's no right time to exercise. A calorie burned at 6 a.m. is the same calorie burned at 6 p.m. It doesn't matter. People will tell you, oh, you have to exercise in the morning or forget it or evening exercise, blah, 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 or your blood sugar will do this or that. Screw it. Get away from all those rules. It's what fits in your schedule. Mm -hmm. So depending on your work life, do you have a job outside the home, even if you're working from home, but something that you have hours or do you have kids going to school or do you have drive time where you're taking people to activities or meal prep or whatever, see what fits in. Now, when I was younger, working out at night seemed to work better with my job. Once I had kids and my kids are all grown, I'm actually a grandma. Oh, wow. Congratulations. <laughs> I'm <new> grandma. Uh, <laughs> that's exciting. My daughter just had a baby three weeks ago, oh, but wow. I started, I switched over to exercising in the morning because I found like that was my most consistent uninterrupted time. Mm-hmm. And I've always said, nobody likes to get up at five in the morning. Like, I don't know a human who has said to me, I'm wired for 5am. Very few people like my alarm 30 years later, if I don't have an alarm, I'm not getting up. Let's yeah. just <laughs> get it out there. But I get up and work out early because nobody calls me, nobody interrupts me. And I started getting in the habit of being done with my workout by the time my kids were up and getting ready for breakfast. But that my work schedule worked that way. I talk to women who say, listen, I have to be to the office by seven or I have to be online by seven. Mm -hmm. That means I'd be getting up at four and dealing with my kids. Okay, then that's not the right time for you. So can you find a pocket at lunch? Could you take a walk at lunch or do a 20 minute workout? Are you better in the evening? And then the other thing is the days of the week. So you don't have to work out seven days a week. I I actually don't think you should unless your body can really handle it. At my age, I'm 55. I need at least two rest days a a week just for my joints and muscles to recover because otherwise I am just, it's too much on my body. So look at your week and go, well, maybe on Tuesdays, I'm not working out at all because my kids have their soccer games on Tuesdays or something, or maybe on Thursdays, I'm not, but Saturdays, I have a little more time. So I do shorter workouts here. And then Saturday I do a longer workout. Like you have to create a map, a map and a plan. And there, the thing to just keep remembering is there is no right way. Don't listen to the media saying, Oh, if you don't work out in the morning, you're never going to lose weight. Or if you don't, you know, that's not true. Yeah, no, that makes that all of that makes so much sense to me. I have to tell you what I've been doing lately, and we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, is I'm really great on the weekend. I think for what you're saying, I have more time, especially I'm divorced, so I have my kids every second week. So the weekends when they're not here, I, you know, go for three hour hikes, we go kayaking, we're doing all kinds of stuff. The weekends when they're here, we do smaller things they can't handle as much. But then during the week, I get so busy and I would find myself like not doing anything all week. And so I've just put this challenge for myself when I wake up in the morning before I even have a cup of coffee, I've been going for a 15 minute walk. Not a hard walk, just a, I'm awake. And I mean, I live in Florida, so it makes a lot of sense. Like right now, it's hot. So I'm like 15 minutes, stroll. (laughs) 
in the heat <laughs> at 8 a.m. And at least I'm doing something every day. I'm not seeing any kind of results. I'm not necessarily trying to, but I'm trying to at least keep myself moving and motivated so that I can right. do the bigger things on the weekend, you know? Well, and maybe the result is just a little less stress or a little more happiness because you're connecting a little bit with nature. Yeah. I love that. And so again, like what you're saying is you're, you're biting off a little bit, like 15 minute walk. I love that. And as a matter of fact, you live in Florida. I live in Minnesota. It's freaking cold in the winter. So mm-hmm. like, we don't go outside. Like when it's 30 below, I'm not walking outside. <laughs> Indoor walking became one of our most popular formats on Get Healthy UTV because we have walks that are, we have like a 15 minute walk. We typically walk at a 15 minute mile pace. Mm -hmm. So like we'll have a one mile, 15 minute walk. We have a 5,000 step walk. We have a two mile walk. We have like, and literally people are like, wait, what do you mean? I'm walking indoors. I'm like, yeah, it's basically marching, but like, you know, we got some music and I'm talking to you and we're doing different things. And pretty soon you're like, Oh man, I just went 5,000 steps. Like, Hey, that's better than nothing. So I was going to throw in there just real quickly Like what qualifies as valuable movement also, because I have a lot of people ask me like, am I doing enough? Like, is this a waste of my time or am I doing too much or whatever it is? So the CDC sets the guidelines and they say, what do they say? 150 minutes of heart pumping exercise a week is the recommended guideline for adults and women. Heart disease is the number one killer of women in America, quickly becoming the number one killer of men. And so When people say to me, oh, do I really need cardio? Oh, I'm not overweight. I don't need cardio. I'm like, do you have a heart in your body? Because if you have a heart, you need cardio. It's how you exercise and take care of your heart. You take care of your nails. You you might get your nails done. You might color your hair. Mm -hmm. You're taking care of those things. Well, to take care of your heart, you need to breathe deep. So 150 minutes. Now, maybe that's 10 minutes on Monday. Maybe it's your 15 minute walk on Tuesday. Maybe it's an hour on Saturday. You can divide those 150 minutes throughout the Mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. And then what is heart pumping exercise? Heart pumping exercise means you're breathing through your mouth. So breathing through your nose, like you and I are doing right now, or like, let's say you're mall walking or you're in the, you know, window shopping, you're just in the mall and you're breathing through your nose. That doesn't qualify as exercise, if you will. You need to get to the point where you're breathing through your mouth. Now you don't have to be panting and out of breath and ready to die. Just breathing through your mouth is aerobic. As you get stronger, as your heart gets stronger, you'll be able to push yourself a little harder and maybe get to those higher heart rates. But in the beginning, just concentrate on breathing through your mouth. So that's cardio. And then the CDC says two strength training sessions a week. Just use your whole body. They don't tell you anything about how to do it. Doesn't matter if you use dumbbells. Doesn't matter if you pick up a medicine ball. Doesn't matter if you use milk jugs. Doesn't matter if you use body weight and do your own squats and lunges and pushups, but use your muscles. And I think for a lot of women, at least I noticed in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, they aren't doing any strength training. And you will see a large deterioration in your health if you aren't. And I don't say that to scare anybody because there are so many great ways to start little bits Mm -hmm. to get going. But strength training is seriously the key to aging gracefully, the key to getting through menopause, the key to dealing with stress if you have little kids. So, you know, if you want to talk about strength training, I would love to because that's part of really feeling healthy as we age. Okay, yeah, let's talk about it. Because it's something I will say, I think maybe you you will say that maybe this is the truth for a lot of women. I have spent a lot of my time fixated on a kind of weight loss thing at different stages in my life. 
And that has translated to me to cardio. I've done a lot of Zumba. I've done a lot of yoga, I guess, has some strength. I've done a lot. I did yoga teacher training. But like more of the cardio trying to burn calories and my brain hasn't shifted often to the strength training. And I'm guessing that's probably typical. So how like maybe why is that and how do we get past that and start with some real strength training? Okay. Let's talk about it. So, and by the way, just throwing this out there, you can't out train a bad diet. So if you are eating poorly, no matter how hard you work, you are not going to be able to see differences. And as you get older, and I'm telling you, I'm postmenopausal by about four years. Mm-hmm. Holy moly, what you eat affects your hormones. Like when I was younger. Yeah. Oh man, I'm going to eat this, or I'm going to have a piece of pizza. Or if I drank too much the night before, I'm going to have this or that. You felt fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get mm-hmm. in your fifties and you're like, wait, Why do I feel like this? What is going on with my body? So what you eat matters. Let's just throw that out there. But when it comes to strength training, strength training, muscle is the secret to metabolism. So as we age, our body starts to lose muscle. It's just a part of the hormonal changes as you are approaching perimenopause. So if you were active in your younger years and you had a decent amount of muscle because you stayed active and all of a sudden you have kids, you're busy with your job, you're doing no strength training, your muscle will deteriorate by about a half a pound to a pound a year, starting at about the age of 35, 40. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm getting weaker. I'm getting fluffier. Muscle doesn't turn to fat, but what happens is your muscle is deteriorating and you're adding more fat to your body. So you feel like it's turning to fat, but it's Mm -hmm. not. You're just losing muscle, gaining fat. And then muscle uses more calories every day. So a pound of muscle, maybe I'm just using this as an example, but let's say a pound of muscle uses 50 calories a day. Mm -hmm. A pound of body fat uses like 10. So if you have more muscle, you're going to need more calories just sitting still as you get older. And as we get older, that's the biggest problem is women say, I'm eating the same thing. I'm eating like I used to. And all of a sudden I've gained 10 pounds this year. So it's because your metabolism is partially slowing down and your hormones are changing. And so strength training is going to keep you firstly mentally sane because all of a sudden when the big change is coming in your body, you're like, what is going on with me? I've got brain fog. I've got this, I'm forgetting this and that. And strength training just keeps me like, it keeps my confidence up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, cause it's so easy to lose your confidence as we get older. And I mean that like in the nicest of ways, but all of a sudden females were like, what is wrong with me? I am like snapping at everybody. What is wrong with me? Mm-hmm. I can't remember what I said yesterday. I can't remember what I came to the grocery store for. And you start to like feel horrible and strength training gives you like it gives you confidence. You're like, I can pick this up and put this over my head. I can do a squat. I can do a lunge, you know, like, so you start to feel better, but muscles, the secret to metabolism muscles, the secret to helping deal with the hormone changes muscles, the secret to better sleep muscles, the secret to mental health. So there's just so many reasons and joint health. Cause as we get older, we get stiff and sore. Mm-hmm. Like when you get up in the morning, you go, oh man, my back bugs me. It never used to bug me. It bothered me when I was in my thirties, but in my forties, every morning my back hurts. Or So you have to pay a little bit more attention to joint health. And I always say, this is my favorite saying, Christine, motion is lotion. If you are stiff and sore, you need lotion in your joints. And when you move the natural synovial fluid in your body starts to flow. And all of a sudden you're like, my back was sore when I woke up, but now I went for a walk and now my back feels good because mm-hmm. you motion is lotion. Oh, that's so great. I am definitely inspired to start doing some strength training. I'm thinking about some push-ups when we finish this call. I want to know, I know that your site, GetHealthyUTV.com, um, has all kinds of videos on there and you've got a coupon code for our listeners. I'll give the link to that in the show notes. They can get a year for $20. Is that right? 
a whole year for $20. So it comes out to like, I'm not a good mathematician, but like $1.50 a month for a year. And we do that because the seven day free trial, I just think doesn't work for busy women. I mean, mm-hmm. have you ever signed up for a seven day trial and then you never get to it because your life got too crazy? Yeah. So our idea is like, let's give you a deal for the first year and give you the time to use it because everyone's lives are so crazy and see what you think. And we do add two new live workouts a week. So it's kind of fun. There's always something new. And what? And so what else do they get for the $20 for the year? What's all included in that? So there's over 300 workouts, 300, 350 already on the website. Mm-hmm. You can stream to any device. So a lot of people use Roku or Fire TV or Apple TV. A lot of people use their computer, their iPad, their phone. Mm-hmm. So you can stream, you know, any anywhere, any place you want. We get two new workouts a week. So every Monday and Friday, a new mm-hmm. workout drops. Mm-hmm. You can sort by the type of workout. Like, do you want dance, beginner, low impact, high intensity, kickboxing? Like, what do you want? You can sort by length. I've had a lot of moms tell me, I, I want to sort just by 10 minute workouts. I want to sort just by 20 minute workouts. So we have that capability too, so that uh, we, you know, back to time management, like, you know, which is your whole thing. Mm-hmm. We want to make it easy for you to get on the website and go today. I want a 20 minute workout or today I want a low impact workout or whatever it might be. Some people, and then we do a live, I do a live Q and a every month. So every month I come live and answer questions and we usually cover a certain subject. Mm -hmm. This time we're covering macros, like macronutrients. Mm -hmm. We cover Mm -hmm. form exercise form. We cover all kinds of stuff. So it's, it, and it's uh, really easy to use on any device, including your phone. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, I want to say thank you so much for being on this show today. And I just wanted to, if you have anywhere online, the website, of course, will be in the show notes with the coupon code. But is there anywhere else people can connect with you online that you'd like to see them if they have any questions or want to follow up? Yeah, I'd say Instagram. I'm on Instagram every day. I do stories every day. I answer questions on Instagram. I post free workouts on Instagram. Oh, wow. And by the way, um, we do have free workouts on our website. There's like 70 to minute free workouts. Oh, that's great. And what's your Instagram handle? Just my name, Chris Freitag. Wonderful. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Chris. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Isn't Chris great? So many wonderful ideas. And I just want to start strength training now. That's what I want to start doing. Don't forget the coupon code for the one year for $20 with all of those workout videos is in the show notes. Okay, so now I'm going to turn to the meal plan portion of the show. At the end of each episode of this podcast, I walk you through a five-day meal plan. That's dinners for five days. And I choose the recipes to give you some variety, so you're sort of different things every day, but some of the same ingredients so that your grocery list isn't too long. And the meal plan, you can get it at cookthestory.com slash meal plans. This is meal plan number 47. And when you go there, you'll find the meal plan listed with some instructions and the links to all of the recipes. And there's also a printable grocery list that has everything that you need to make the recipe. So you could just print it off and head to the grocery store knowing that you have got yourself covered for five days of dinners. Now, the meal plan this week features, you guessed it, bagged salads. So we've got a lot of salady goodness going on here, and it's just trying out those ways to use bagged salad in different ways. So we're starting off 
not with a bagged salad. We're starting off getting some chicken cooked. So on the first day, you're having chicken thighs with pita bread, and on the side, some tomatoes, bell peppers, cucumbers, and tzatziki sauce. And you're making a lot of chicken thighs because we're gonna have them later in the week. You can do chicken breasts instead. I just find thigh meat juicier. On day two, you're gonna have those shrimp tacos that I rave about all the time. So it is the taco shell, the cooked shrimp, and that Southwest chopped salad. I'm gonna give you links to two different ways to cook shrimp, but you can buy the shrimp already cooked and save yourself that time also. On day three of this meal plan, we're doing the Chinese chicken salad. So that is a bag of the shredded cabbage. And then you're gonna use a nice dressing that you're gonna make and that leftover chicken. And then on day four, we're gonna do chicken Caesar wraps. So you're gonna get the big flour tortillas and you're gonna have your leftover chicken. And then you're gonna whip up a Caesar salad from a bag and put that into the wraps and dinner is served. And then on the fifth day, you're gonna do that flatbread pizza that I was telling you about. So to do this, you can use the pita bread that you have already, and you can just put a little bit of tomato sauce and cheese, and if you wanted to put some pepperoni or something like that on there, you can totally do that. And then you're gonna get a bag of salad of your choice. I would probably go for that spinach bacon salad. I really like that one and pile that into the middle of everybody's plate of pizza. The other thing you can do is you can buy a frozen pizza and bake it and then put the salad on top of there and that will work beautifully too. So that is our meal plan for the week. And that is our show for the week. I want to thank you so much for listening. I want to thank Chris for being on the show. Thank you so much for all of your great ideas. I want to say a big thank you to Caroline Hall and her team at Wild Home Podcasting for producing the show. And as always, a huge thank you to Audio Snack for all of the fabulous music. Have a great week. Bye.